Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Rotatoes, what's happening? It's me, Just William Cartwright, back again for the finale of Arc 3. That's right, Arc 3, Episode 8. Boy, what a journey it has been to get to this point. I just wanted to jump on and say hello. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate, we really appreciate you being here. Just wanted to throw out, uh, if you wanted to support the show, and maybe uh, you don't want to head over to the Patreon or enjoy listening to it on the public feed, uh, it would be really amazing if you could take just a second to drop us a rating uh, on whatever podcasting app you're using. It really helps people find the show and, uh, you know, helps us get new rotators into the family, and that would make a big, big difference for us. So if you have literally two seconds whilst you're listening to this episode, just scroll down drop us a little five-star rating, and maybe say a little bit why, why you love the show. It really helps. But, um, yeah, you're all awesome, and I uh, hope you're having a great day. Make sure you have a drink, uh, hydrate, and, uh, oh yeah, and don't forget, if you're in the UK, there's still time to get tickets. See Three Black Halflings live. You can come and see me, hang out with me. Be great fun. Okay, catch you later. Bye. Welcome back to the Rotating Heroes podcast. I am joined, as always, for the last time by the Rotators of the Third Arc. Uh, And that's the last time in a campaign episode, in the Third Arc specifically. So not really the last time. I'm joined by the Rotators of the Third Arc. You know them, you love them. I I have a couple questions for them as I bring them on. Um, First, we have... The Loxodon Druid Grib, uh, Jacob Waisaki, how are you doing? What's up? What's up? I'm great. Happy to be here. Go- I mean, happy to have you. Quick question. Did anyone send you a picture of them getting a bagel with their babe? Uh, <laughs> uh No. Honestly, no. I no wish. one got a bagel with their babe? Well, and that, that's, I mean, like, it's sad for me that I didn't get to see it. It's sadder for them that they didn't get a bagel with their babe. Mm. Mm. It sounds nice, and it's and it's sad to not have any f- photographic evidence of that. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe next, I feel like in the future, if anyone goes out and gets a bagel with their babe, I'd love to see a photo. Um, please tweet at, uh, you know, Jacob Wysocki, and then also, Jacob, please let me know. Yeah, well, so I'll, we'll, I'll give you a reply. <laughs> and then you can uh, you can see what's going on. But please, bagel only with tag the babe. me after you've signed off that it's a bagel and a babe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Zach almost passed away saying the phrase "bagel and babe." Bagel and babe. Um, 
Well, as I pass away, well, let's let's move on to our next uh, rotator. Uh, you know them once again as the Clank Queen herself. We have uh, Victoria Longwell. Victoria, Hello. how are you doing? I'm From everyone. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks. <laughs> I um, did. Did anyone? You had a different one. Wait, what was it? Was I a, did. Um, I just listened to it. God damn it. Do you want me it to tell you? Was. No, no, hold on. I know it. God damn it. This is driving me nuts. I just had it. I should have written it down. Oh, well, I guess we've missed it. Uh, and I've lost. Victoria, what is it? Well, everybody else must have forgotten, just like you, because I didn't get any pictures of summer quilts. And I summer know you're quilts. out there using summer quilts. They're just being selfish about it. No photos whatsoever. I want to see them. I I could use a summer's quilt to write. write we got ours, and I think toasty. it. I think it's really made a difference. I, I don't think it. I've ever seen a summer quilt, but in my mind, it looks like a spider web, <laughs> and that's <laughs> and that's that's why it's for the summer because it, it can catch a breeze. Wow, it's got some holes. Wow, in it. it's just a, it's just a <laughs> fishing line crossed together. <laughs> uh, it's the net. Well. Hey, again, maybe we'll find some more photos of this in, in, in the the coming months. Summer's not over. Summer's not over. And I hope you're right, Zach. And, you know, last but not least, we have uh, the the newly minted werebear uh, Rufus Cutler. We have Devin Field. Devin, how are you doing? Doing well. Thank you. Mm. Happy to be here. <laughs> Honored for this final go around. <laughs> It's an honor to have you. Let's do those predator handshakes where we clasp arms. Mm -hmm. um, it's Devin, a Roman handshake. Anyone... You're checking for daggers. Oh, I didn't realize that's the root of that. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I always thought it was the predator handshake. You're checking for arm grenades and that's right. <laughs> ejecting blades. The predators have those, right? Um, yes. Devin, did, did anyone send you pictures of bears in the water? They did. We maybe lost them. <laughs> I had three people send me thanks. What the hell? Bad, three people? Uh, user bad weather. Is there a Twitter oh, quite display bad weather, name? Yes. Send me a picture of a bear in a bathtub. Very fun. Wonderful. No notes. Cute. Um, bear taking a bath. User Katie Husk sent me a video of a bear swimming across the Salmon River in Idaho, a river I have rafted down. Cool. Whoa. Are you in the background of the footage? Yeah, Whoa. I was in it. And um, <laughs> so in that sense, I was sort of incepted into that footage. That's not really a good use of the verb incepted as it was used in the movie. The point is, uh, I was there. Uh, and then... <laughs> Also, someone sent someone sent something to me that is sort of a depiction of Rufus and Freya. It is not a bear swimming in water, so not at all what I requested. But it is like a deviant art, like style drawing of a like female warrior standing with a bear warrior, uh, and this person, mm. Luke of Alpha did make a note to say Freya needs more armor in this image because the woman is depicted as in a pretty pornographic 
borderline. Oh it's like a like a. Her only Just armor is over middle. her nipples in terms of her. It's torso. kind of a Madonna bra for those at home. Yeah, it's like just the. How are they the even cones. on there? Yeah, they're pasties. They're they're armor pasties. Yes, they are armor pasties. So this, so in that sense, this image is very sexual and disturbing. But I also do have to give it up to this person for sending it because it's like it's so. Cl- if you found this online, this is so close to what Rufus and Freya would look like in this fight, and the way it's different it. is that it's really sex- sexual and weird. <laughs> I think Freya could be Freya could be a burgeoning sexual character, and what mm. I appreciate is that this woman has uh, absolutely ripped abs. Shred. Yeah. As does Freya. Does this feel like a, maybe like sort of a this arc feel like a gateway drug for people who are trying to figure out how to get into the furry community? Um, huh. Let me really not think not about that question. Like that, Let me really you know? think about that question. Huh. Yes. My friend, a friend whose name I won't uh, say on this, I it, it's pretty tangential, so it doesn't matter. My friend's brother moved into a house and when they moved in they found out that from the neighbors that the people who lived there were really intense furries and they did stuff like uh do that thing where you like roast an animal like a pig like in the ground but they would do it with goats and uh when they moved in the bedroom was painted jet black and the whole basement was pr- painted uh blood red no <laughs> jesus no so it was like very ritualistic furries. I wonder if there's furries that are probably just like aesthetically they are animals and less like, you know, blood oriented. I But I don't know. I don't know much. About there's it. for sure it's furry sex and one is very blood oriented and there's some that are not blood oriented at all. I'm sure there's nuance. Is yeah. is is are furries is that specifically sexual or is it just dressing? Hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you with a hundred percent certainty, but I think there is a sexual element Copy. to it in my mind. Copy that. Um, so you know, we're Hell learning. Yeah. We're learning about it, and um, you know, maybe one day by the end of this podcast, we'll all be furries. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. Um, it's been fun to explore so, it, nonetheless. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well. Uh, heard, and there's no segue possible to, from that to this, so I'll just get into it. Let's get into the recap, shall we? Last time on the Rotating Heroes pod, Rufus, Grib, and Freya made preparations for the final leg of their journey to Walden Keep. Rufus's werebear uncle, Lo- uh, Lowell, I'm just the ma- now it's impossible to not think of furries. Uh, <laughs> His, his furry uncle, uh, Lowell, gave them supplies that included some serious alchemical firebombs and a magical statue that turned into a majestic griffin um, named Bosgongo, I should say, not Gosbongo. Before heading out, though, Rufus accepted Lowell's offer to join his family as a bear warden of the forest. After taking his sacred oath and a bite from his uncle, Rufus felt the lycanthropic energy flowing through him as the rotators took to the sky astride their new griffin friend. The crew dropped napalm-like bombs on top of the legion of horrifying bugs before landing at Walden Keep to help evacuate the Cutler troops. Our heroes fought wave after wave of bugs with the help of the Cutler forces, and eventually Rufus's father and brother Cuthbert II and III joined the fray, blowing bugs away with a massive cannon. 
But the victory was short-lived as Rickard and the rest of the Red Rust clan ambushed, scoring a brutal nat 20 on Rufus's brother. As the rage filled Rufus, he gave into it and all watched as the anger transformed Rufus into the brutal killing machine that is a werebear. Wow. 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 And it's a little unique because we are having, you know, this is a bit of a cliffhanger moment. Rufus, you look through your bare eyes up at the castle tower where your brother unconscious is held, alo- held aloft by this silvered metallic arm. Uh, and as you feel the rage envelop you, you see this and it is now your turn. You see this man bald with sort of like red stripes on his dome. He's like smiling at you. He it, it looks like a guy who thrives on fighting and he is completely unfazed by the sight of your new bear form. Roll an insight check, if you don't mind. Okay. That's a 20. It's a little alarming that this guy doesn't feel phased by the fact that you're a bear. It feels like he knows more about this situation than... Yeah, it just feels like he's sort of prepared for the side of that. You, You know that he's looking at you and it's not like... You know that your uncle is the the other bear warden. Like he probably knows of that of your uncle in some way. Um, you knew that he was looking for him earlier, uh, but uh, yeah, he seems pretty unfazed by you. Uh, I think that's so. May, so I think on a twenty insight, that maybe means that it feels like in some ways this guy is prepared for you, or prepa- prepared for your uncle. But yeah, uh, and so as a werebear... Uh, you gained like a couple of new abilities and things. I sent you, I sent you through the chat um, what some of those attacks are. One of the things you have is now that you have a 30 climb speed. So, cool. uh, so the speed that you can run, you can climb. And that guy, I'll say it now, it's about 30 feet away. Wow. <laughs> you know, and that's really, I mean, if that doesn't tell me how to act, I don't know what does. You know, that's. That's a green light. Hey, Matthew McConaughey says it himself. Green light. That's right. It's what his book is called, is green lights or some shit like that. That's his philosophy. And now it's my dumb philosophy, too. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and charge. I mean, I got to go for my brother. There's no, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, the rage is in my mind and my heart. I got to run, climb up this fucking wall, and I also got to try to take the multi-attack that I've gained being a werebearer. I can do two claw attacks. I want to sink my fucking claws into this guy if I can, please. Amazing. You guys look over and see Rufus. You know, you see the ground give under his feet as stone like it's pulled away from his claws as he tears off towards this tower. He takes a few bounding steps and leaps up onto the wall and climbs just as quickly up this tower, the tower of the castle. Up, up. He gets up to the top, and as you crest the top where he is up there holding your brother, three red rust guards come up and they take readied actions, three attacks on you. And ain't no thing. I'm a bear. Ain't no thing. And it's especially no thing because as a bear you are straight up immune to the damage that they would have normally hit you with. Yeah, that's right. You see these swords, and they come, they, they come and swing at you with swords and axes, and they just literally hit you and don't do anything. This is 
one of the facets of being a werebear is that you are just straight up immune to bludgeoning, slashing, and I, I think one other type of damage. Wow. So these guys with their regular swords don't, literally do not hurt you. Pathetic. Uh, they're pathetic. <laughs> what losers. They, they look up at you as your werebear form says, pathetic. Or, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in like a uh, voice. Pathetic. They're like, Jesus, it's so weird to watch his lips <gasps> try to form words. <laughs> so those guys attack you to no avail. Uh, he's he's in front of you with your brother. Um, I'll also say we're going to start, and it's a weird place to start doing this, but we are, in this final episode, going to start using cleave rules for attack, meaning that if you kill somebody with your attack and, you still, and they're next to someone, the damage over how much you killed them, like if you hurt someone for 20 and they had five health left, the guy next to them gets hit for 15. Hell yeah. We're gonna be, uh, this is a part of the fight here. So there's these three guys, but then there's also your brother grabbed by the dude. Your dad's up here like looking at you shocked. Like he, uh, Mm -hmm. you see a lot of things on his face. (laughs) I think my bear focus, my animalistic focus is on protecting my blood. And so uh, I'm moving past these three stooges you know, maybe dad can take care of them. I'm going for the big man, okay? And I dive right at his goddamn throat, claws out. Hell yes. So he is grappling your brother. If you want to make a strength check to pull him away, you can, or you can just take these attacks. This guy is going to be, I'll tell you right now, he's not going to go down easy. Of course. I guess I'll make a strength check to try to get him out of there. Huh? Cool. You have 19 strength now. I forget what your athletics was, but... um, it, it's maybe not reflected on your sheet. What, what does it say your athletics is? Plus five. Okay. So your your new strength is now seven. Uh, so uh, roll a d20 and tell me what you get. Or roll that athletics and add two. Okay. Oh, no. I got a two. But so adding two, I got a four. I mean, are you, uh, you can use your luck if you want, but uh, otherwise that would be your... Yeah. I guess I'll say that would be your object interaction. Um... I think I'll say I'll I'll try saving my cool. luck for a second. It's too cool. early that, in a big fight. You're, yes, I I get that. Um, we'll we'll say that was your like object interaction trying to pull your brother away. Um, you can take uh, your attacks now if you'd like. Great. How do I roll for these bad boys now that I have claws? Looking at the claws, you get a plus seven to hit. I I don't know if you have any weapons on there that are a plus seven. So if not, I just do. roll a d20 and add seven. Terrible rolls. I got an eight and a nine. Okay, two misses. You're slashing out, uh, extremely pissed off at this man who is effortlessly dodging your wild swings. You've been a bear for seven seconds, so <laughs> it makes sense that you wouldn't be fully adept at the way to move as this sort of new creature. You look over and you see your dad looking at you. Uh, it 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 looks like he recognizes the bear form and. Um, I think he's surprised to see you as a bear, but he, it's not the first time he's seen one of you. Uh, after Rufus, it's Cribbage. He is down on the ground. Oh, uh, God. He's he's still alive. He's like got like four health at this point. He's looking around. There's one last uh, bug. He's going to take a, a shot at that guy. Okay. He does hit, and he's going to hit for... He hits this guy for 11 damage. Um, who's looking pretty okay. fucked up. But 
still standing. Um, you see in the distance more bugs, like pretty far away, but uh, it doesn't seem like there's that many close right now. Um, after Cribbage, we go next to uh, the bug. Oh. Uh, who is, let's see. Uh, let's just roll. It's, the three of you are down there. Uh, I'll roll a d4 to see who he goes for. Uh, Crib, one. Uh, Freya, two. Three is uh, Cribbage. Four is the Griffin. Grib, it looks over at you and takes a swipe with its horrible mandibles. Bring it on. Oh, four. It, four on the die. It, it brutally misses. Uh, just snapping in your face. Silly goose. Your trunk is just dodging the, the s- snips. <laughs> <laughs> to throw. <laughs> After that, uh, Freya, it is your turn. These men are looking around, like, trying to figure out what to do at this point. It feels like this is the last bug that they're going to have to fight for a little bit. Do you... You're remembering what Rufus's uncle said about getting these guys out of here, that there must be some kind of passage within the castle walls. Um, but outside of that, there's one bug in front of you. Um, yeah. What, what's Freya doing? Well, I guess I'll attack the bug, but should I not like use this moment to bless Cribbage, or are we just trying to move? Yeah, you could heal Cribbage as well, but um, I wonder... Yeah, I mean, uh, I think there's not really a wrong move here, but... Um, uh, there is this one last bug left that probably would get an attack of opportunity if you, if you try to move past him. Okay, okay, I go for the bug. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna attack this bug with my greatsword. Smart, nice. Freya's gonna zero in on him. Uh, here I go. Twenty and sixteen. Both hit. Wow. You can roll damage on both of those. Eight and fifteen. Murder. Oh, wow. I mean, just the 15 alone would have killed it. So I mean, she's pissed. Uh, you, you look over and watch Freya cut this thing in three quarters, and it just splits in two different directions. Yes. Um, it doesn't seem like you look up, and as the body falls to the ground, you look in the distance, and there are bugs approaching, but it seems like you have, like, a little bit of a window. Okay. Uh, make a perception check if you can. If you can. 17. Cool. At, at, you guys are in this sort of like courtyard area with, with this sort of wall around you. Rufus is up in the tower behind you, kind of facing off into the forest. There's some stairs going down in the courtyard below. Like the, the castle has clearly some kind of like basement level below what you guys are standing on. So that's what you would see on a, se- a 17. And it, it lines up with what Rufus's uncle was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You have your movement uh, left as well. So I have not, my movement. Yeah. All the soldiers are looking down at you like uh, they're, they're like all these men are just brutally exhausted. Like it's like you just watch someone running, you know, a marathon and like ask them math problems or something, you know, like they're they're a little like slow right now. Yeah. OK, well, it's I mean, Grib, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Doesn't it's should we get these men down there? Should we head downstairs? Not downstairs, but, you know, lower to lower ground. Yeah, is that sort of the orientation, or is like, isn't it like a tower? I thought. I'm sorry. Rufus is above you in a tower, but yeah. you guys are on a sort of flat ground on top of this mountain that seems to be like below you is a basement to this. There's like basement levels to this castle. Like it's all built into the mountain. Got it. So like, Rufus, his uncle was saying that he he believed that there would be a, a way out within the castle walls, like a secret passage mm-hmm. kind of situation or something. Like yeah. That. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, if the the men are exhausted, we should put them. We should tuck them away. 
We should tuck them away. And I mean, it's what Lowell was saying, and I'll never forget anything he said. And uh, <laughs> while I'd like to help Rufus, he's a bear right now. <laughs> Great. Let's uh, let's so go like down. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm up on the wall. Uh, <laughs> Just give me like a uh, persuasion check to see if you can get these men to pay attention, like to to you know like get have their wits about them and understand what they need to do. Yeah, uh, I rolled a fifteen. Okay, yeah. These guys have their bows out, you know, like shooting stuff kind of in this like weird day's war zone. Freya like motions to these steps. Uh, do, you, do you say anything when you do that? Yes. Hello. I'm Freya. I know none of you recognize me. Uh, although it's earlier. It's Freya. Ah! <laughs> oh, Specifically. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, listen, um, gentlemen, uh, we've got to find a way out of here. We came here to get you out. We have reason to believe that there's a way through this this castle, and we're gonna try underneath. Will you follow us down? Sure, I'll do literally anything anyone else tells me to do, uh, and they start climbing down. <laughs> Grib, that was my first sort of speech ever. There were one of you done. I was captivated. That oh my gosh! Yeah. Thank you. Uh, about how far down? Well, you're it? only seeing these steps. Got yes. it. Yes. Cool. Um, it's sort of like yeah, like a basement entrance. Uh, it doesn't really. There's not much more to glean from this specific angle. Cool. And you know that there was like sewer d- directly below you because of your tidal wave. That's where mm-hmm. it was like kind of coming from. Mm. Uh, but after Freya, uh, it is Rickard's turn. Rickard uh, holds your brother. You see Rickard uh, throw your brother's unconscious body to the side of the tu- uh, the turret. And he's going to take uh, some swings at you, Rufus. Um, sure, go for after, it. Man. He can go after, for it. You know? He can go for it. But you notice uh, he is going to uh, does a sixteen hit you. I assume I don't have a different AC now that I'm a guy. You have a plus bear. one to an AC. Oh, really? Because that makes mm-hmm. my AC a sixteen. Ooh, so it does hit. You. Got it. <laughs> So you feel, um, to your surprise, this arm grab you, and it feels different. It doesn't feel like uh, the the previous attacks that you had, and uh, I think, at, at some level, maybe would understand that uh, this the metallic nature, the silver metal of this arm, has a different effect. Oh, uh, that it, it bypasses some sort of effect as he um, uh, grabs you with this arm, and it hits you for. Um, only six damage, okay. but you are grappled, and he laughs in your face. Arm is yeah. made out of material akin to a bear trap. That's what's activating in my mind. <laughs> Oops, looks like I got a little cub. <gasps> uh, he, he holds you, not intimidated in the slightest. After, uh, your your dad is, is looking on, trying to figure out what to do about the situation. Uh, but after Rickard Grib, it is your turn. And just a reminder, Boz Gongo will go in. Oh, great, 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 great. I don't have... Give me two seconds to pull up the Griffin stats. No worries. <clears throat> Give him two seconds to pull up Peter Griffin's stats. <laughs> Peter. Leave that in. Uh, Zach, make sure that you leave that in. Maybe Lauren will hear it. Uh, fine. <laughs> Someone uh, send me a DeviantArt-style 
drawing of Peter Griffin fighting in a fantasy landscape. With Honestly, Lois Griffin that's going to be just way too easy. <laughs> All of this is real. Yeah, this already sure. exists. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Uh, Grib looks to the tower. He looks to the basement. He doesn't know exactly what to do. He looks to Freya. He goes, I'll bridge the gap. And he hawks a molten loogie up to the tower, summoning Zwang. And they're all going to have to make a dexterity check. Everyone does? Um, the enemies. Or can you ignore your teammates? I, I assume I could place him in a place where they won't get hit. Yeah, I'll say, like, if you kind of do it to the right side, like, maybe he's sort of on the edge of the, like, uh, you know, like the arrow slit kind of edge. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Zwan just appears like uh, like the crow. Um. <laughs> Swami! Uh, so they make a deck save. All, all these yeah. guys make deck saves. Okay. Oh, God. What's the DC? Oh, 15 is the DC. Rickard passes but the other three guards up there the uh you know little dweebs do not they all fail okay so they're gonna take 2d6 seven seven Uh, damage yes so that's an action but that's not a spell right it is not a spell cool is is what's his face is cribbage within reach of me uh yeah i think he's he's like right nearby cool i'm gonna cast healing ward on oh, him, healing word on him is healing word touch i think you could also be a little further away you're right i'm thinking what's the word touch what's the word oh yeah never mind the bird <laughs> uh the word is mau, mau, mau. Uh, oh. a little too much family guy going on today for my <laughs> comfort a little too i didn't much. i was i forgot that that was featured i was i'm just a fan of the song you've heard um, of simpsons did it family guy did it Oh, boy. I'm in trouble. They're cut set. McFarland's coming for me. He's going to make me pay some residuals. Um, I can't wait to do this podcast next arc. It's Seth McFarland playing all the characters. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, go for it. Great. So he's going to heal 1d4 plus 4. Oh, good. 7 total. Cribbage is back up to 11. That Thank feels God. nice. That feels good. My tiny um, little baby. <laughs> and then I'm just going to kind of... Uh, I will literally try and just bridge the gap where I want to keep one eye on on sort of what's going on in the tower and then what's like be able to be in communication as Frey and them head down. So I maybe cool. if like we are heading down like if I end up following that momentum I'll be like the last one in or whatever. Cool. Uh, so you are up there and uh, is Boz Gongo going to do anything? Oh yes. Um, real quick. Hold on. I just need to read this with about my hand. Whenever you cast a spell that does fire damage or restores hit points with your wildfire spirit summon, roll a d8. So he's going to get an extra d8 to his heal. An because, extra d8. Yes, cool. with my enhanced bond because Swan is summoned. Cool. Four. So he gets an extra four. I mean, huge. And then the Griffin, I'm going to just have fly up to the tower and just cool. Try and. Merc the strong boy. So he goes at Rickard? Yeah. Hell yeah. He's the beefy cool. one, correct? Yeah. He's the beefy one for sure. And he is fully beefed. Not hit at all. Cool. So plus six to attack. Let's see. The first one is a nat 20. Wow. Boss Gongo. Get him, Gongo. <laughs> That's a Boss Gongo special. You know? Heck yes, dude. <laughs> um, So that's 1d8 plus four. And I, I rolled so it twice. So it becomes 2d8. Cool. 
The four stays static, but perfect. You do the dice, double the dice. Two d eight. Yes. Eleven plus four. Eleven plus four. So he takes fifteen damage. Fifteen, and then my uh, one more attack. Boss Congo rolls. Boss Congo. Ooh, sixteen hit. It's not Congo Boss. It was, but then on a luck check, he didn't. He started saying Boss (laughs) Congo. It makes no sense. Does a sixteen hit? Yes. Cool. I'll roll damage. I thought it, I always thought it was Gongo Boz, but you know it doesn't matter. Two d six plus four, ooh, eight plus four, so twelve. Man, uh, so that's twelve in addition to that other hit. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. Yes, wow, powerful smack. Uh, yeah, you're you're facing off against this guy. You know, it looks like a Marvel previs uh, fight scene where it just sort of looks like a, a one color versus another color kind of mashed in a big circle that you kind of can't really tell what's going on. You guys are locked in with each other and then this griffin flies up behind him and just tears into his back uh you seem like grimace in pain as he was not expecting this but after uh grib and boss gongo go uh grib do you have anything else you're done that's that's about all i can do anything else grib yeah i think grib and <laughs> gongo boss and lerman have done enough you know <laughs> you uh look up and you hear sort of this weird cackle as on the other turret on the other backside wall you see that man who looked like he was dressed like Crocodile Dundee come up with his large this he has this insane looking rifle in his hands that is is extremely futuristic looking uh, it looks like it should be mounted on a ship and he takes it and he just fires it at one of the turrets at the front of the castle uh, and you see uh, you see this laser chop straight through the turret and it, and this whole section of the castle wall just falls off uh, as he just blew up part of the castle um, there, there were soldiers nearby that are like nailed by rubble as you see this man honestly gleeful like looking around like oops I guess I destroyed that Ugh. Okay, that's he something we might need to play. take care of, you know, the giant laser beam. Morris is entered the battlefield. After that, we have Cuthbert Cutler. Uh, your dad pops up with his sword, uh, sword in hand, and takes two attacks. Uh, he's going to try to to take out some of these uh, weenier guys. Thank you, Daddy. So, mm-hmm. You got it, son. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he actually makes uh, three attacks. Ooh, nat 20 on the first one. Okay. That's my dad. There goes my hero. Hell you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, dude. It's Papa's here. Mm-hmm. Is this guy Mark so Wahlberg? Because be, oh daddy's God. home. You know what I mean? Oh, no. <laughs> I think distinctly not Mark Wahlberg. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's for the Mel best. Gibson? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, cool. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's we went from shitty to sure. even shittier. <laughs> the sequel of Daddy's Home, Daddy's Home Two, has both of them. Anyways, Rufus, <laughs> you look you look over and your dad pulls out a longsword and decapitates one of these guards. Yeah, and it's and the, the strike keeps going into the other guard, of course, killing him. Uh, and his uh, second attack, actually, yeah, because he cleaves. So his second attack then just runs straight through the neck of this third guard. They all drop dead. He's three for three. I mean, this guy's batting a thousand. You know, 
he's going to run over and check on uh, your brother. And he's Smart. Like, Son, uh, there's your other brother is. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but uh, let's get out of here. And he's going to try to like move him. Um, so he's no longer being grappled. Your brother got thrown to the ground. Ooh, uh, exciting. So you, so you, yeah, th- this guy is grappling you now. Um, he thinks. <laughs> uh, Cuthbert Cutler Jr. is going to make a death save because he is unconscious. Oh no! Eighteen. He has uh, one pass on the die. Um, That's so, my brother. But that is his turn. Uh, Rufus, it's back up to you. This man has grappled you. <sighs> Look, um, my first strikes were not what I wanted they them to be. Rufus is still figuring out his new body. You know, this is. He's in many ways still a passenger in, in this form, um, but he's going to go for it now. Let's see. Oh, I can't use action surge because I used it already. Yeah, that's okay. So you can keep attacking while grappling. Just to clear, we're just going to do both claws again. Going to try to do one near his neck and one near his groin. The classic vulnerable points that an animal would seek out. (laughs) Here we Uh, go. Yeah. He's like, what do you got, bear cub? Uh, The first roll is a nat 20. Oh, my God. I should say, no, wait, it was a crit. The first roll is a crit. Yeah, that's a nat 20. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. I'm still learning the lingo, gang, but I got the rolls. (laughs) The second roll is a 17. Still bringing the heat. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, so nat twenties mean you roll double dice. So that first, so you these the way these claws work, you're rolling a lot of Jesus. That is a lot of damage. So you're gonna roll four d eight. Okay. Plus four. Actually, just roll six d. Oh God, I, I mean I don't know if it's rolling for you already, but that this is going to be six d eight plus eight. Six d eight plus huge. eight. Okay. Six d eight. I got them ready. And then we're going to add eight. Are we ready for this? Yeah, baby. Let the claws sink in. It's a total of 30. Holy shit. Smackdown. (laughs) Time to play the game. (laughs) That's right. These claws are going deep. Rufus is in a full bloodlust as he's with spittle just flying everywhere as he he's gonna get inches he's like from this guy's clearly, fucking nose. Clearly, he's been trying to put on this face of a man who will fight any bear, but you see his face, uh, you see the, the the slight twinge of fear in his eyes as you you hit him for thirty points of damage, clawing deep into this his may chest. be like slightly esoteric, but do you feel like Rufus is kind of like right now he's kind of being like ooh ah. Yeah, he's down with the sickness. Yeah. <laughs> and the sickness is werebearism, and he's he's riding it. You know? That that said, that said, there is um this man is still looking pretty healthy. Cool. Are you kidding me? He is a huge. He is like the biggest man you have ever seen. Really? Is he as big as a bear? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Devin. <laughs> Devin, I'm Zach, by the way. Sorry, not, yeah, sorry. Uh, I, 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 that yeah. wasn't a, that was the royal shut the fuck up, not the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, after Rufus's turn, you see these bugs start getting closer and closer. these oh, fucking no. bugs. They... Too much is happening. <laughs> there's a lot there's going a on, lot. and oh, there's God. going to be a lot more going. Good. On. Good. You see these bugs as they get closer and closer. The the packs of them get closer and closer. 
they start like sniffing out like some kind of instinct is taking over them kind of similar to what you uh you think you heard about at the bridge and they are starting to like kind of burrow into the castle they're burrowing into the building with sort of this weird instinct of uh trying to lay eggs Ah! this is like a weird this is a this is about to be a weird bug fuck fest good but as this happens this is starting to rumble the whole castle uh everyone this is the, the this is sort of a lair action of sorts for this encounter that means that at the top of the order something is going to happen every round uh so everybody uh give me a dc 14 dexterity save i'll roll for all these other people a dc 14 yes uh, uh, that the difficulty is 14 so if you go to the saves and you just say your dexterity save, got it right? Ooh, barely made it grib got a 17 should i roll uh, for the griffin and stuff oh god i i think you should roll for the griffin yeah. and roll for zwam as well your boy got an eight you got an eight yeah luckily this is for this specific thing uh rufus it's not you see the 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 castle shake and rumble as like shit is falling over and breaking um an eight won't be bad for you but everyone who failed has to take um 1d6 of damage so i get a 14 uh, i got exactly a 14 okay so you pass okay uh, but you take half on a failed set so um uh i rolled a four so everyone who f- passed takes two damage um so even cribbage Gets a little smack. Uh, Zwam takes two damage. Uh, cool. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. What if, if Zwam the Griffin passed, failed? So it's gonna take how much okay. again? Uh, just four damage. Okay. But. Am I? Is Rufus taking two then as well? Rufus, you're not gonna take any because this is not magical damage. This is just like debris, and you are immune to that. I'm a damn bear. A rock and this is bear. pretty overpowered. Just the fact that you can be just immune to damage. Mm-hmm. So Zwam's back down a little bit. Your dad takes the two damage. Your your brother fails to save because uh, ooh. So your brother takes a death save from this. You got to get your brother. It seems like your brother can't survive this situation much longer. Uh, it's as an unconscious person. He's gonna make it, Zach. Okay. So if you could just get that negativity out of here, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just he's saying. gonna make it. Okay. Uh, so- That's what I'm just saying. Okay. I'm Zach. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see more guards climbing up the backside of this building. They aren't up yet, but after that uh, is Cribbage. Cribbage is going to. Um, I think Cribbage is going to follow Freya down into the castle. Yeah. He's like, can he hop up on my being up here? And I'm very hurt. And he's like, guys, come on! And starts motioning for the the soldiers to follow him waving his little tiny arms, pointing at the stairs, and some soldiers are kind of... Let's see if they <laughs> see him. Oh, listen uh, to Cribbage. Yeah, yeah, they, they see him hopping in the air, waving his arms. Uh, like, thank you, little... Are you a dog? What are you? <laughs> uh, and just follow down into the, the castle. So Cribbage follows Freya into the castle. Freya, you're in the castle. Um, you start going down uh, these steps. You're in sort of a weird little hallway, um, and they're... Um, it seems like there's a door towards the end, but that's all you're seeing down here. Okay. And Freya's just a little in her head at this point. This is her first time kind of on her own. She does have cribbage, but she is kind of like, I told these guys to follow me. Now, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, be calm, Freya. Uh, 
It's definitely safe this way in the way out, right? Ah! 100%? Yeah, we're gonna, we're trying our best. <laughs> we're trying our best. Um, I have a good feeling that this is the right thing. Uh, okay. So we, I gotta just go towards this door, right? I see a door. Uh, that, that's like the what you see down here. So yeah. Okay, I think she's just gonna make her way uh and open up that damn door. Cool, Freya. You open this door. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and within it, and inside it, it's just you see, as the door opens into it, a strange-looking lab of sorts. It looks it looks like not like the like futuristic stuff we were talking about before, but more like a wizard's lab. Like there's scrolls on the table, there's uh, alchemical fluids and sort of a, a big uh, there's like cauldrons. Uh, there's one bigger cauldron that has like liquid that is changing colors and stuff. Uh, roll a perception check. Okay. Twenty two. Twenty two. Uh, you're looking around this room. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff going on that you're you're it's it's a lot to take on take in in a moment you see sort of a, on the wall there's this sigil of a bronze owl and a lot of the stuff here is like marked with that on a 22 i think towards the back of the hall there's like some tapestries hanging on the walls one tapestry is kind of blowing a little bit oh, okay we got an opening behind here we got some we got what's uh we got air cribbage <laughs> we got air uh that would suggest an <laughs> opening we daylight. Gotta, we got daylight. We got something, buddy. Uh, we are working. Okay, so I think we're Freya just kind of as you know stealthily as she can or carefully is gonna make her way. You know, maybe they both even do the thing where. Well, I guess I can't control what Cribbage does, uh, but you can plan with him. Okay, Cribbage, I'm gonna walk this way. You're gonna walk the other way. Okay, and we're gonna go until we find the opening and we meet on the other side does that make sense uh i i think i know what you mean so just go over there and he just runs <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay you got it uh perfect okay uh you got you guys arrive at this tapestry and it seems like there's some sort of door behind it oh boy it's a door uh okay um she gotta open it it's the only freya sort of like puts her hands up against the door takes a deep breath and decides to open. Freya takes a deep breath and reaches out for the door, turns it, pulls open this old wooden door, and there is a dark set of stairs going down out of the castle, down a mountain pass, <gasps> seems like, from here. So wow. um, you've found what appears to be some sort of exit out of the castle. Cribbage, we found it. Cribbage, I found oh, the thing that Lowell was so talking about. This. Uh, um, Great. Uh, let's get out of here. I'm so sick of this. Guys, come on this way. Um, so it is your turn. Uh, there's a lot of people to evacuate. So it, how many people you get out in a turn will be depicted by a persuasion check. Okay. So roll a persuasion check to see how many people you can get out of. Okay. <laughs> now, while she's rolling this, with a 22, would she have been able to perceive if someone was working in the lab late one night? <laughs> On a 22, I'll say that, yeah, there was okay. uh, uh, possibilities of someone working, you know, late one night. Okay. Possibly, there's possibilities of a fright. Uh, Just so we keep in mind, we might have a monster. Cribbage. Okay. Mm. Oh, never mind. 
If we're having a monster mash, as long as there's no graveyard smash, I'm fine. Cribbage, do you hear music? No, never mind. It was just in my head. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's what I thought too. Oh. Was it? Was it? Was there some sort of graveyard there? A smash. Smash. <laughs> um, We're gonna unpack this later. Gonna give you the help action on this uh, <laughs> check. Um, okay. Unfortunately, I only rolled a twelve. Uh, did you roll with advantage? Because Cribbage is gonna help you. Oh, Cribbage. Okay. Okay. My sweet. Goes this way. He's like, what's all this stuff? Yeah. Like he's he's looking at. There's like a lot of interesting, weird stuff. Okay. And Cribbage, I do think that we uh, should take a look, but be careful. Don't grow yourself or anything. Okay. Don't eat anything. Uh, I'm not eat anything. 15. 15. On a 15, um, there's like 30 people that you need to evacuate still. And so on a 15, uh, it seems like you got eight of them to follow you. Like, that, that, like focused up enough to like get out. Okay. Um, 15's okay, not great, but not bad. That's all you see down here right now. It seems like someone has to be like doing this a little bit to like get get the guards to continue this way. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think like they're they're starting to spill down here. Um, if you want, you can make uh, an investigation check if you don't. Like. So would you say that Freya's efforts to evacuate people did not uh, catch on in a flash? It sort of did not catch on in a flash. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would be fair to say. Uh, Seventeen. Don't look up the lyrics to Monster Mash right now. <laughs> Just gonna so go ahead and make sure that I, I got them up here, baby. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it is the laboratory in the Castle East. I Good. <laughs> yes. Good. Yeah. Where the and I don't want to be too on the nose, but would you say that's where the ghouls uh, call their humble abode? I mean, Rolfel. <laughs> roll for it. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for ghouls, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you get? Sorry. For I it? rolled a seventeen. On a seventeen, yeah. It does. You're looking around, and it does feel like people left in a hurry. It, it there's there's dust and stuff here, but it, like if this was like an undisturbed lab before you like there there are signs maybe not necessarily of a struggle, but of someone picking up and running at some point, like. Uh, certain things are really disorderly and like hastily packed looking. Other shit's on the ground. On a 17, uh, I'll say that, yeah, you notice just a, a ring with a, um, it has like uh, a little raven on it. A ring with a raven? Can I take it? Yeah. <gasps> Cribbage. Will you hold on to this for me? Okay, got it. <laughs> he puts it on. Um, fits on my thumb. Uh <laughs> Uh, really he uh, he holds onto the ring. Um, after uh, Freya, I, yeah, I think like you can try to like it's kind of hard to like you've used all your movement to get down here, so there's really not that much you can do. You have uh, you can heal people. Uh, you can do that kind of thing. Cribbage is still not looking great. Yeah, uh, I will. You... Let's see here. Let me look at the old sheet. I think I could. I have um. I I only have two spells left, but I, I could do a cure wounds on Cribbage. You also have the uh the oh the lay, lay hands. hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yes. Let me go ahead then and lay hands on Cribbage. Uh, hey, Cribbage. <laughs> Come here. Hmm? Okay. I'm going to I'm going to heal you a little bit, okay? Please. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she just like so hurt. 
she just like very gingerly uh, puts like one hand on his chest and one on his back. It's like big vapor, vapor rub. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, My and, nose is opening up. <laughs> and let me just go ahead and give him. Why don't I just give him ten? How many do you have? Twenty-five man? per long okay, rest. Okay, great. Yeah, you you take uh, you give him ten health. This is huge for Cribbage. He's almost back up to full. He's like, wow, I could, I might go up there and just like hang out and fight people or something. Cribbage, no. Okay, I'll stay down here. Cribbage, um, I want you to know something. You are the bravest creature I've ever met. That seems unreal. Okay, but I'll take it. Okay, well, <laughs> I tried. I did try. Hey, you've done enough. Thank you. Cribbage stands there helping you uh, filter these guys through the, the the castle as they like eight guys continue down out into this mountain. It's like kind of like hidden steps in the hillside that seem to be going down the opposite side of which you guys came from. So yeah. like though though it's like going back into the forest, it's not going to be on a mountain that is covered with bugs. Yes. And enemy soldiers. Yes. So uh, yeah, these guys start going. So walk gently, Freya, man. <laughs> Okay, fine. I'm, I'm, my legs are wobbly. After Freya is Rickard once more. Rickard, still holding Rufus, is going to do his move that he gets to do when people uh, are grappled by him. Uh, so Rufus, you see him gra- use this metallic arm to pick you up in the air and slam you onto the ground. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and this is... Uh, make no a DC deal. 15 strength check. So, uh, or sorry, make a strength saving throw. Okay. And you're going to be able to just add two to whatever it says, just because your strength score is different. Well, it's a 19 then. Okay, so you're only going to take half from this, um, but he's going to slam you for 15 half to seven. Uh, so you, you take seven damage as he slams you into the top of the <sighs> turret. Okay. He's like clearly pissed off that this did not hurt you more. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you try to wrestle a bear. You half man, half machine fuck. He uh, <laughs> he smiles at you and he's like, I've hunted bigger game. After that, you see that... Uh, Do we think that that ring is the property of Dracula and or his son? <laughs> Could be. Well, why his it. son? Does Dracula specifically have a son? It's included in the lyrics of the song. <laughs> so that's Huge what this, this was his action for this turn. Big that eye roll was. Sorry, what? That was his action for this turn. And I'll tell you right now, we'll just we'll just start doing this now because I straight up forgot about it for the first round. You look as you're grabbing him, uh, and he said that he's hunted bigger game. You see that the face of this this cloak he has he's wearing. Um, has this sort of beast face that looks familiar to you. It looks like the Displacer Beast. And his body sort of shimmers as he says this. Um, You have a feeling that this person has a little bit going on that uh, will make him a little harder to hit next round. No thanks. Uh, Change your mind. Change your mind, Zach. No thanks. What if that didn't happen? Cool. Awesome. Hmm. Whose turn is it? What? It is now Grib's turn. Grib. All right. You're, it's your turn. You're going to be controlling a couple of guys this round. Yes. Um, Grib is keeping a mental clock of how long they're gone, because if they're gone long, that means they're successful in their mission. He looks around and he goes, <laughs> It's always so lonely fighting <laughs> with nobody by your side. Um, how far is the guy with the gun? 
He's, um, I would say he's about 45 feet away from the other tower. Um, <clears throat> How far but is you're he on the ground, so probably me? like 45 feet away from me as well. 45 feet away from me. Um, I'm going to cast Heat Metal on the gun. Cool. Um, and they can make a, what kind of save? It, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the, it's going to take damage regardless. Gotcha. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage. Um, if the creature is holding or wearing the object and takes the damage from it, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. If it doesn't drop the okay. object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of the next turn. So he's going to, no matter what, take 2d8, and then he also makes a constitution save. Correct. But he's going to take 3d8 okay. because of my uh, enhanced bomb. Ooh, it's a fire so this spell. counts as that kind of spell as yeah, well? Yeah, it's a okay. fire damage spell. So, All right. So he gets hit for... 10 damage. Uh, one is those is a one, unfortunately, on that D8. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. you rolled the damage? Hold on, sorry. No, you rolled the damage. Excuse me, uh, sir. Uh, I did roll a one. 17 is what, or 16, sorry, is what I rolled. Okay, he's going to take 16 damage as you uh, heat up his gun. It already looks like kind of something that he shouldn't even be holding as a human being. Mm. And as it, like, is melting his, uh, melting in his arms, like, uh, you you feel like this thing wasn't even that stable to begin with, and it's getting really hot. And he rolled an eighteen on the die. He's just gonna keep holding it. You hear, you smell his skin sizzling oh, as he oh smiles. You feel it, it's so big that it's like sizzling his cheek, and his cheek is melting. Does he still take breath. damage the next turn because he's still holding it? Uh, what is the language of that? Until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to cause this damage again. Okay. So cool. Okay, so um, that that's the end of Grib's turn. That's a full action. Uh, okay, cool. Um, what do what? And then Swam will uh, make an attack. He's gonna do his fiery seed on the big boy. Okay. Um, let me just see. Oh, he's gonna come two, on so the big boy. Yeah, fire seed flies off into the and forest. And then the Griffin will go first. A fire seed uh, off into the forest. Uh, I'm gonna have oh to try no. to that forest fire. <laughs> the second forest fire. Eleven plus fire. six, so seventeen. That hits, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Roll that with disadvantage. Oh. Uh, as as his cloak is shimmering, you feel that it was. Uh, it's not going to be as easy as you'd like for him to hit it. Okay, a nine plus six, so fifteen. Fifteen uh, hits. So. Uh, this hits, and then also for the round, the cloak stops shimmering. Okay. Oh! Uh, nice one. That's interesting. One, sorry, 1d8 plus 4. Uh, fuck. 5. 5 damage? Yeah. Okay. And then I'll do my claw attack. 12, but I don't think a 12 hits. Doesn't hit. Okay, that's it. That's it for me. So he gets, like, pecked in the back. Um, so after grip, uh, you look up and you see Morris face-melting lining up a shot at you, Grib. Grib, um, make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> I failed. I rolled a one. Alright. Haha. <laughs> Haha. <laughs> Silly. Funny. Did not roll that great, but could have been could have been worse. Fourteen Grib, you take fourteen damage. Ooh. Uh, as this laser punches a hole in the castle uh next to you slightly sizzling you as well it seems like more designed to destroy structures than it does people but it's still a brutal uh brutal laser attack on you 
as this thing uh, just like blasts next to you, uh, burning you badly. Yeah, I'm uh, getting singed, it... and again, I just under my breath. Certainly is lonely fighting with no one by oh. your side. <laughs> oh, Grib, make a constitution yeah, for your spell, Make because you have to concentrate on that heat metal, right? Uh, I just, it says that I just get to use a bonus action. It, I don't think it would just persist on without having to have a, a concentration check. Yeah. Uh, because you got, you took damage, right? Oh, so that means I have to, okay, so what do I want? Yeah. Uh, constitution save? Yeah. Uh, 16. Okay, that'll pass. Um, yeah, you maintain con- uh, concentration on the spell. Yeah. Nice. You see him just like kind of futzing with the gun, like he pulls out like a, a some kind of weird like futuristic canister and throws another one in there. Uh, he's like, I'm gonna put you on my wall, boy. Ugh. Um, he, he's a real creep. Um, no, thank uh, you. Rotatoes, it is time to thank our next sponsor, Hero Forge. Did you know that from the 2nd of May to the 9th of May, which is right now, there is 10% off all physical miniatures. That's color printed plastic, premium plastic, regular plastic, bronze, and color standees. You get 10% off, and plus, there is free shipping, including international shipping, which means I will be getting on that right now because it always costs me a bomb to order stuff from overseas, and I love the fact that there is free shipping included. You can also add new merch items whenever you want to your order, which includes Hero Forge pins, shirts, dice, whatever you want. There is no code necessary, just head to heroforge.com and start building today. If you don't know what Hero Forge is because, I don't know, you've been living under one of the many rocks of Amalar, it is a fully customizable tabletop miniatures. They are absolutely amazing. I've built so many of my characters in there to give me a nice little visual aid, and I've ordered some of them, and they just come out so, so well. So... If you want to get your custom mini in a variety of different materials, or even a downloadable file if you're lucky enough to have a 3D printer at home, then you can do so at HeroForge. So that's HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today. And don't forget to check back often as there is new content added every single week. HeroForge.com today. 10% off until the 9th of May, you know where to be. That's it for now, let's get back into this week's episode. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. After that, Cuthbert is uh, looking down. Uh, Cuthbert's trying to like get your brother out of the situation. Uh, Rufus, he's son. I, I have to. Are you okay up here by yourself, son? Uh, I look at him with sort of wide bare eyes and um, you know try to say everything's gonna be all right. But it sort of comes out as like, Teddy, <laughs> can you nod? Duh. Is that gonna be easier? I'm going to leave you, I think. Yeah. Uh, and he jumps. <laughs> he tries to jump off. Uh, like He's carrying uh, uh, your brother down uh, into the castle 
having seen Cribbage and Freya go down that way. Um, Smart. And, uh, and from there, he's able to get with a full dash to the like wizard lab area. And uh, it, I, he hasn't left yet, but he's down there with you, uh, Freya. You're Freya, right? You uh, uh, lived at Fort Cat- Cutler? Oh, yes. I Wow, I'm overwhelmed that you know. I did. You know that you're the only elf there, right? Like, it was very uh, clear that we all knew who you were. No, I, w- I do know that I was the only elf there. It was not clear to me that everybody knew and remembered mm. who I was, but it is, I will say, nice to know. Fantastic. Um, can you can you help me with my boy? Yes, <laughs> of course. Of course. So that's the end of his turn, uh, and... Uh, Cuthbert's going to make another save. A pass. Ooh. That was a pretty big one. Because if he failed and the lair action hit him, he might have been permanently dead. Yikes. So, Rufus, uh, we're back at the top, and it is your turn. Uh, this dude's still grabbing you. I got a question. Is there any way mm. for me to rip this motherfucker's cloak off? I would say that that would be your entire action to do that. Uh, but you can try to do that, and he will make a um, opposed athletics check to keep you from doing that. So it's either try to head him off at the pass, or but you know he's hit right now, so he doesn't have that advantage anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I do feel like I should so... take advantage of that. Okay, Rufus is going to use a new fight style that he's sort of developed. It's kind of a hybrid fight style between his human fighting style and uh, the bear fighting style, which is that he's going to punch with his claws as fists, <laughs> but then after they hit, he's going to extend his claws and stab. So it's a punch and a stab. Incredible. Uh, a punch stab. A punch stab. He's going to go for two of those right to this guy's stupid face. Uh Roll your attacks. Okay, one is an 11 and one's a 24. So he quickly dodges the 11 and just takes a full rake to the face punch style. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, roll damage for that one attack. I will. 14. 14. Okay, cool. Still strong, but you've done a lot of damage to them. Um, uh, after... Wait. Huh, sorry. Can I do uh, second wind? Yeah, you can take your second wind. Great. So now if I do 1d10 plus 4 for the hit points. Hope it's a good roll, baby. Heal myself. Let's see how it goes. Let's get that 10. Or a nice 8. Won't be greedy. Ooh, it's an 8. Plus the wow. 4 is 12. Clean. Wonderful. So you take you get 12 HP back. Yeah, baby. Uh, as like summon up this sort of grit and determination of the fighter that you are. I'm a stronger bear than I've ever been. <laughs> Rickard here. <laughs> After that is the lair action again. As the castle once more shakes, Freya, you're down here and you see the the walls of this castle shaking. Everyone once again needs to make that uh, dexterity saving throw um, at the top of the turn. Twenty four. Grib makes it. He got a twenty. Okay. Even unconscious for some reason, Cuthbert Jr. Uh, passes. Um, uh, What's the passing mark again? Sorry. Uh, it was a DC 14. Okay, great. Everybody, Zwam, Griffin, and Grib all make it. I got a 12. Okay, they. Uh, if you fail, you take six damage. Um, if you pass, you take three. Oh, my God. 
cribbage takes uh, six damage. And does that include me this time, or no? Uh, no, that you're still you're still okay. You're Sweet. still not dealing with that. Um, but down here, Freya, you notice this lab sort of shaking, and that cauldron filled with this sort of like fizzing, multicolored liquid. It's like red one second, then it's blue, and then it's green. It shakes enough that it fucking tips over. <gasps> And this weird liquid is all over the ground. Uh, you kind of—it's unclear what it's doing or if, if it's doing anything. But there is this liquid on the ground near the doorway of the uh, of this sort of wizard's lab. Uh, you hear these bugs skidding around, like in the walls, like kind of like burrowing in. They're not necessarily—it's it, something. It's like a different instinct has taken over, and they are uh, trying to like lay eggs and shit in the in the castle Gross. walls. Um, this is disgusting, man. Is there any way for Freya to know more about this liquid? That I, I think on your turn that you might have an opportunity to do something. I think there will be. But as you say this, um, three guards, including the captain of the guard, walks into this room looking at you, and he points to you, Freya. This is the guy we saw choked earlier. He is sort of like built like the other guards, but a little more impressively. Like... Um, he points to you, and he points to the that little uh, multi-tool thing on your uh, belt, and he's like... So he points at you, and he says, give me that back. And that is the end of their turn. They use their movement to get to you. So they are kind of blocking up this uh, room. After that, it's Cribbage's turn. Cribbage is just going to hide and throw a knife at one of these guys. Great. Smart. He... Oh, he can do that. Cool. So he, he hits... That he just completely kills one of the guards. Ah! With the knife to their yes, head. crib. Uh, yes, crib. Mm-hmm. Um, Slay, cribbage. Slay. And he just dives into like a pile of scrolls after that, uh, <laughs> hiding. <laughs> Successfully hiding. Um, so that's cribbage's turn. Freya, you see these guys on the other side of this liquid. Um, it. Uh, yeah. What kind of? What were you thinking of? to figure out what's going on. I guess I just didn't know if like if this liquid is harmful or maybe helpful in some way uh, or what its purpose is. They've stopped short of it. Okay. Uh, I guess... But I, I, I will say that the lifeless body of this guy fell into the liquid and nothing, nothing specific seems to be happening at this juncture. Okay. Nothing specific seems like a thumbs up to me. I mean, go on. <laughs> How bad could <laughs> magic liquid be? Well, maybe it turns them into bugs. Oh, fuck. Uh, I simply That's don't exactly look at his body. Dracula and his son would have cooked up in this lab late one night. If oh. it dissolved him, I would throw the liquid at the other two. How would you pick it up? I don't know. You know, like kind of Hocus Pocus <laughs> style, just like push it at them, see yes, if it splashes. Yeah. Well, it's like spilled all over the floor, and it is like continuing to gush out of this thing in a way that's like kind of absurd. Like it doesn't feel like it, it, there's a lot of this stuff. Okay. And this um, is it's gushing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, Freya looks at this like kind of lead guy, and she's like, "Well, if I caused you a lot of trouble, you must remember me, huh?" I don't know who you are at all. Okay, and I don't care for that. Yeah. Uh, I don't, that's speaking to a vulnerability that I have that I don't care for. Okay, fine. Freya's going to attack them. Is it my turn? Yes, it is your turn. Freya. Okay, she's going to go ahead uh, and do... I, I will point out, the way that this stuff is on the ground, there's not going to be a way to 
attack them with your sword without at least like getting into whatever this is. Um, up to you what you do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Unless you threw a javelin. But yeah, and I could throw what? a javelin. I can't like cast moonbeam at him or something, can I? You could totally cast moonbeam at okay. him. I'm gonna cast moonbeam at this guy. See. Uh, Mama moonbeam. And he gonna be engulfed in ghostly flames. He gonna be engulfed. He's gonna be ghostly flames. Ghoul flames. Who's working in the lab? Hold the parachute real quick. Okay. Well, I assume we we can't clear the song to Monster Mash. It'll be tough to clear. It'll be really tough. It's going to be really tough. Yeah, okay. So Freya looks at this guy and is like, okay, <laughs> well, you're about to know who I am. And then she summons up some strength and focus and I guess some seeds of moon seed from a, of a moon seed plant <laughs> and casts moonbeam at him. Amazing. Uh, Freya, uh, you glow with this sort of silvery yes. lunar light as uh, this, you might say, ghoulish laser. Nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, this ghoulish light emanates from Freya and shoots out at this bandit captain. Uh, what is the radius or what is the language of how that attack works? <clears throat> Let's see. Okay. Oh, it says, okay, so a silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. And when, a, when it enters the spell's area, the creature is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain, and it must make a constitution saving throw. It takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Okay, cool. So these guys are going to uh, make this roll to see if they pass. Um, the other, the littler guy does not pass. But as this beam strikes down on these guys, I would need you to roll a D100 as your attack hits the ground next to them, striking the liquid. <gasps> okay. Uh-oh, moonbeam hit the liquid. Maybe liquid is gasoline. Okay, I found the D100. Oh, God. Dame mas gasolina, you know? Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, really. I mean, Dale, Dale, dude. <laughs> okay, I rolled an 80. 80. As you strike them with this, uh, they are hurt really bad. Let's roll damage for that attack first, I guess. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Moonbeam moon beam damage is 14. So half on a successful one. Mm -hmm. So uh, the the smaller dude is toasted, just completely dead. And then the, the main guy takes the seven damage. Okay. Um, he is a little hardier, so uh, we're we're not quite. He, yeah, he's he's still standing pretty strong. Cool. So, as you did that, um, you rolled an eighty. Mm -hmm. uh, suddenly, you look around you, and you see butterflies <gasps> floating around you. Wow. Uh, they they came from nowhere, and then also <laughs> flower petals <gasps> float around you as well. Peaceful. Uh, they are just circling you that's all that happens uh what does this mean so uh there's weird wizard magic stuff in here i don't like it you hear from within the scrolls uh, <laughs> after that uh is 
Rickard's turn once more. Mm -mm. Rickard's up there with Rufus, uh, Zwam, and Griffin. Boz Gongo, right? Mm -hmm. What a crew. (laughs) Rufus, uh, he's going to die. He's not going to. I mean, he has you grappled. um, He thinks. Still. I think he. I think it's true. I think he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, can. We'll find out. He's going to pick you up and try to throw you off the side of the castle. Well, it's not going to work. Uh, so, uh, give me an athletics check and just make an athletics check on your thing and add two. Just an athletics check and add two. Yeah. Seventeen. Okay, you beat him. Yes. You do not get flung off the side. What did I say? Uh, you said you would. He would. You wouldn't. It wouldn't work. That's right. And what happened? You said he wouldn't work. It didn't work. Yeah. He's like getting uh, a little frustrated, and he he looks over to his brother, and he's like, "A little help over here would be nice." Oh um, boy. And, uh, he is going to. I think he can still do his slam attack. Uh, well, actually, no. I think that was his turn. Uh, so, but you are. I think when he tried to throw you, make a um, acrobatics check. I certainly will. Nine. Okay, he still has you gripped. Fuck. Uh, he, he, I was going to say maybe you could have slipped out in that thing. No, he does. He really does. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Time will tell. No, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. After Rickard's turn, Grib, it's your turn. Okay, because I have the heat metal, even if I use that as a bonus action, that's a spell, correct? So if I, I could... Uh, it's not a new spell. You can cast a new spell, though. <laughs> Lovely. Cool. Um, it's a spell you already have up. Yes. Lovely. Hmm. We'll see what happens. A tip of fedora that has always been there. <laughs> Grip has always been there. I hate that. I hate that as a retcon <laughs> reveal. You can't, you can't retcon a, a, a fedora. Having a fedora. Absolutely just, brutal. I, Rufus would have never on gone on this adventure had he done. He doesn't Grip, have your fedora. I would hate that for Grip. Your your uh, diamond in your forehead burst in the fedora pops up. <laughs> no, no. Um, cool. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, use my bonus action to keep the metal hot. Okay. Um, so then I just roll damage. Going to be rolling damage. Um, correct. Yes, I believe so. Cool. Uh, eighteen. Damn. Okay, he's going to take that 18 damage. And then, so that was my bonus action. Then for my action, I'm going to heal myself because I am doing very poorly. So I'm going to cast Heal Wounds on myself. Which is going to give me a 2d8 plus 4. Oh, wow. Two ones. Absolutely devastating. Do you add anything to that for your thing? Plus, I mean, yeah, it's a 1d8 plus 4 and I add another d8. And both d8s were one. So, oof! So a six, six total. Um, what? How are you looking? Like, what are you at? I'm at 18 right now. Okay. Um, what I want to do with Zwam is I want Zwam to go up to the werebear, and I want him to use fiery teleportation so he gets him out of the grapple. Ooh! So he, Zwam, uh, runs up to Rufus and he's like, "Finally, I will become part of you too." And he grabs. Uh-huh. You. That's Rufus's response. <laughs> um, and I'll just have um, them. I'll have them blink. Like let's just say, like you know, 
like I guess ten feet away or whatever. So they're still. So yeah, they they are still up on that tower. Yeah. Is that yeah? So yeah, uh, Rufus, you are pulled ten feet away out of the grasp of uh, of, of Rickard. Was never in his grasp. Uh, always had in, under control. Didn't told you. Need this and Rick, uh, Rickard, 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 Rickard is needs saying, to uh, make a deck. I have had you. I actually had you. I actually had you. <laughs> and Zwan's and, like, no, yeah, no, no. And the bear's going. <laughs> <laughs> Nuh-uh, I did have you. He's got to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, okay. What does he have to beat? A 15. Okay, he fails. Five. Takes five damage. He's been beat up, but he's still going strong. And then the griffin will go. Oh, it's it's his turn now. So he is, uh, his uh, cloak is powered back up. Okay. I mean, sorry, it's not his turn. Uh, it, his The round is back up. Understood. So I'm rolling a disadvantage. Yes, okay. unless you hit. So his first attack misses. The second attack, we go in. I hit with a 17, and he does 14 damage. Yeah, the, so uh, Bosgongo comes up behind him again. It's just Bosgongo's really kind of a MVP of this these two episodes in terms of just damage output as he uh, just uh, breaks this guy in the back again. Uh, 17 damage? Oh, no, that was absolutely wrong. Sorry, 7 plus 4. Uh, so that was my bad. 11, I'm sorry. No worries. Wow, he's taking a lot of damage. That was the end of Grib's turn. Uh, Boz Gongo just rakes, uh, you know, with his talons into uh, Rickard's back. Uh, Morris is looking up. Um, he is he's trying to figure out what to do because uh, his brother is on the other tower, being attacked by all these things. He's going to line up a shot and let's see who. He, oh, who he goes. has to roll to drop it, the weapon. Oh, I did roll it already, and he did pass. So he's still um, holding it. Yeah, he's still holding it. He took that 18 damage. He is going to... Let's see. I think he's just going to shoot Grib. I don't well, like this. Uh, this is probably it for Grib. No. What? This might be it for old Grib. That no. That was pretty bad. Grib, give me a dexterity saving Five. No. Grib, you take 17 damage. Oh. Grib, what are you at? Two? I'm at one. No! Oh my god. So, uh, Grib, another laser uh, fries you as it blasts past you also into the castle as well. You feel the ground shake as the foundation is that much worse off. Uh, Grib, you're standing there with one H. Grib is you. absolutely smacked. You know how like Goku like will just get like thrown Didn't through an entire him. mountain, and then like <laughs> he'll get like a beam at him, and then the mountain's gone, and it's just him, and he's like shirtless, and his pants are ripped. So Grib's vest is completely torn away. Totally, <laughs> <laughs> it's a shredded little tiny vest left. <laughs> Grib, you're you're holding yourself up with your staff dripping blood. Yeah. Uh, it's you're... so hard to fight with no one by your side. <laughs> Zwab <laughs> looks back at you like, no! Yeah, uh, just uh, make a constitution tower. saving throw. Make a constitution saving throw? For your, to maintain concentration. Ugh, six. You, you see the, the, the weapon that, that you had the heat metal spell on, that, that cannon seem to although it doesn't seem like things are going right with it, it and for many reasons it is at least not burning his skin anymore okay the way that it had once done after that grip it uh um morris cackles to his brother and he's like i can't help myself this guy's almost done 
after that, Morris, that was Morris's turn. It's Cuthbert uh, Cutler Sr. He's like, do you know what, uh, he looks to you, Fran, and he's like, what is that stuff, uh, uh, the, that hellish liquid over there? I mean, uh, what, what are we going to do with that? I have no idea. I, I, I. Did you bring butterflies? No, they just appeared after I cast my moonbeam spell. Hmm. I don't know what that's about. He is. So you you have not healed his son. I haven't healed his son. Okay. Um. He's just gonna go in for an attack. He's like, I guess I have to take matters in my own hands. So he's gonna go up and take an attack on the other uh, captain guy in front of him. He's gonna take three attacks. On guard. He hits twice. Ooh. He does 19 points of damage to this guard in front of him, who's also still standing tall. Jeez. Um, and as he steps through this liquid uh, to fight the other captain, he is going to roll. Can someone roll on the D- D100 for him? I can do it. 99. Wow. Wow. 99? Come on. Okay. I'm going to say this table is a little, uh, it's not exactly designed for this situation. Uh, and, and there's only two situ- two numbers on here that um, would not make sense for someone like him. And this is one of them. Uh, so I'm going to say you see him just fully regain all his. No, not, not the bad guy. Oh, <laughs> oh, whoa. Cutler senior um, looks like he almost looks like a year younger. Uh, suddenly. Wow. Like, Daddy. Wow. I feel great. Sir. Wow. This liquid's amazing. Uh, I knew it might be good. You see, the, the guy he's fighting gets like a little scared. He's like, what the heck? What sorcery is this? And now, uh, after that, uh, it is Cuthbert Cutler Jr.'s turn. He's going to... Rolls a 10. He, he stabilizes. So he is uh, not dead. Great. <laughs> Very good. Uh, after that... Uh, Rufus, it is your turn at the top of the order. Rufus is looking down at Grib in this courtyard, you know, seeing him waver. He doesn't know what to do because Rufus cannot heal Grib in any way. Um, Now, at this point, I'm wondering, is it worth it for Rufus to try to get this laser gun motherfucker and abandon temporarily his fight with Rickard? Uh, how far away is Morris? Morris is about 45 feet away on the other tower. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. Before you get rid of him, Rickard looks at you and he's like, I gotta complete the bear collection. Hmm. Wow. So he's trying to bait the bear. Okay. Yeah, you realize uh, after he says this, you think about it and yeah, uh, Lowell has not arrived to this fight yet. Um, okay. I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. Okay. <laughs> so he's Morris is far enough away that I wouldn't make it there on this turn, right? Yeah, you wouldn't make it in one turn. And how hurt is Rickard looking? He's pretty hurt, but uh, you guys have consistently done a lot of damage to him in, in this uh, round. Okay, motherfucker. If you killed my beautiful uncle. My beautiful, the warden of this beautiful forest, then that means that I am the remaining warden of this forest. Okay, Whoa. these are all thoughts going on inside his bare head. Obviously, he can't communicate this, and in the real world, it's just sort of <laughs> kind of grumbles as bear drool comes out of his mouth. 
so he uh, rears up on his hind legs uh, with a newfound combination of bloodlust and righteous purpose as the warden of the forest. And he's going to go for Rickard's eyes with both his claws. Rickard looks at you and says, oh, I didn't say I killed him. <laughs> okay. It's a, a 13 and a 24, but you know what? It's luck time, baby. Hell yeah. It was a 15, but then it's plus seven, right? Yeah, so 21. 21. So that's another hit. Okay, so you have two hits on it. Great. 4d8s plus eight. Here we go. 24 plus eight is 32. That's 32 oh damage, folks. Right to his Wait, eyes. You did 4d8s plus eight? Yeah. And he got 32 damage? That's right. I got an uh, eight, a seven, a one, and an eight. Nice. Plus eight. That's right. Into the eyeballs, into the ocular cavity. Rufus, uh, describe how you kill this man. Okay. It would be my pleasure to do so. Rufus inserts his claws fully around both of this guy's eyes. So mm. first, just the <laughs> tips of the claws like reach in, rendering him blind. Then, with the force of the full bear paws, creep in through the penetration he's the hole he's making in his skull so essentially it starts with just his eyes but then eventually both my paws are inside his skull oh <laughs> then i just rip pull them apart so that what was left of his punctured watermelon head uh just rips in half and he's completely decapitated he, he was like no ah, ah, and uh, you you hear him like my dreams. <laughs> yep, good. Yep, like, good. <laughs> uh, trying to like say like one last speech or something, and then his head is ripped to just nothing. Good. Uh, good Rufus good, good. fully, completely takes this man's head from him. Thirty-two points of damage. Did not expect that to happen this round. Sheesh. Uh, that guy is toast. Rickard is toast. R.I.P. Rickard. His his big uh, metallic silvery arm just flops to his side. Uh, seemingly useless at this point yeah like deanimating um and his body falls limp to the ground at that point is the lair action no for this point no. oh fuck um, dude uh oh. i am no i'm going to roll a d4 uh oh. one and a two <laughs> no okay so there's going to be now that two, certain things are in play there's going to be two things that could happen um, you want a one and a one and a two will be what we have done before. Three and a four will be something different. So I'm going to roll it right now. Are these bugs about to pop back up? On okay. So I rolled a four. On a four. Everybody heals thirty HP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God comes down and touches us. <laughs> Freya, you are yes. you're down in there. You see on a four, you look up and you see these bugs that have been in the walls no. fucking or something, you know, like what whatever however bugs fucking uh, suck. Pr- reproduce. Uh these bugs are <laughs> fucking sucking. 
Fucking and sucking and touching. <laughs> That's what four was. Bugs are <laughs> yeah. Cool That's game, Jack. Too, right? One and a two, rocks fall off the tower. Three and a four, the um, bugs fuck in the wall. <laughs> you see these bugs spill out that like are kind of being like territorial and weird, like you know, like they they were like uh, doing something in the wall, and then they're just now snapping at each other, just coating themselves in the liquid that's on the ground, and they are just starting like uh, scrambling away from it, like get like finding other places to uh, scramble into the mount uh, into the castle walls. They're they're dragging this like liquid behind them, like you know, like if a dog got like a paint can, and like it's just being like spewed all over. You see this like multicolored liquid that is just being tossed around the castle, like basically covering that whole room up into the landing above. So now that there's like uh, Rufus from above, you see one of these bugs like fighting another bug with this like cauldron smashed to its head, like spinning it around, uh, getting that shit everywhere. Can I scream to Grib to get near a bug? Um, Doesn't that shit heal? So you've been rolling a D100. It has a lot of things it can do. Ah, uh, mm. okay. A hundred things to be exact, I have to assume. Yes. Uh, this we're rolling on the wild magic surge team. That's what it's called. Mm. Uh, so a number of random effects could happen. Cool. That's I can't wait for it to on. kill Griff. <laughs> yeah. Hey, honestly, the you got the one roll that of these you him. know coin flip that didn't kill Griff. That's true because um, there's no imminent damage currently, right? Yes. Yeah. And so that was uh, the lair action. Wow. Um, after that is. Uh, uh, the captain who's down there fighting you guys and he is going to like he like scooted out of these bugs and he is what going to just take <laughs> he's going to take a swing on uh, your dad no he takes two attacks uh, two hits on your dad no um, uh, they're not papa <laughs> papa can you uh, he does me? he does 15 damage to your dad no um, who is like you know, like I said before, looks a year younger. Yeah, sure. He's um, like Jack LaLanne. He's like w- weirdly ripped and ready to pull a truck with his arms or whatever. But still, 15 He's like leathery is, old man muscle. That's right. Yeah. 15 points of damage on my dad? That's 15 too many. Okay. But uh, after that, it is uh, now Cribbage's turn. Come on, Cribbage. Um, turn oh, this and I'm sorry. Around. You know what? He's he's going to roll a D1. Cribbage's? I mean, the, the Red Rust Captain. You're gonna get fucking like he got a big old 51. Arms. Well, I hope that means that uh, he turns into bones, but swallows the rest of his body. You see a spectral shield hover near him. Uh, uh, it looks like it's protecting him. Son of you a don't know bitch. What it is. He doesn't know what it is. Um, that shit. is what he gets. Fuck um, this shit. Cribbage is gonna run up and just take an attack. On Cribbage, be careful. Or. Wait, I'm sorry. Do you want me to just throw a dagger? Or do you want me to get in there? You can just throw a dagger. Great. It bounces off the shield, kills Cribbage. <laughs> he does miss. Cribbage does. Wait, let me double check. Well, that's my fault. Guy's. No, it's uh, this D100's fault, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, he actually hits. He does hit. Good man. Wow. He has a plus five. So we will take that. Uh, Ooh, meaty roll from Cribbage. Ooh. Cribbage does 13 damage to this guy. Cribbage. And then hides, tries to hide back in these scrolls again. Cribbage is like, should I get out of here? Like, do I need to? It seems like the this place is coming down a little bit. Yeah, uh, yes. Is there any way that with the bugs, like, 
crashing through the ceiling that I, we would be able to see Grib at any in any way. Uh, just roll me a luck check. Uh, I will say over a 16, you can see Grib. Okay, and for a luck check, a what do I roll? Flat. Just roll a d20. D20. And if you get... I got a 14. You can't... I mean, there's some holes in the ceiling, but you don't see a way to get to Grib. Um, after that, it is Freya. It's your turn. Okay. You see Rufus's father fighting this man, trying to figure out how to get out of here. Uh, you know... Um, uh, roll me just like a straight up nature check. Eleven. Okay, it's like hard to make heads or tails of things. I mean, you haven't seen your friends in a minute. Uh, it would make sense for you to go check on them. Okay, great. Yes. Can I please just knowing that I think Grib would have tried to follow us at this point? May I please backtrack and go find him? I forgot to make you do these persuasion checks to get more soldiers out of there. Right. On, on the top of your turn, you've had two turns since, so let's just roll Do both two. of those now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and um, Cribbage is going to help you. Okay. Uh, okay, 22. Okay, so that, uh, you got like another, you had eight last time. Mm -hmm. uh, this time you had, uh, I think you get 12 out on that, so there are 10 guards left. Okay. Before you take your turn, yeah, just roll another persuasion check to see if, how many soldiers you're able to Okay, men, the building is coming down. Gotta move. Fucking hate bugs. 16. Okay, yeah. I think that's high enough that you get the last uh, nine soldiers. Uh, one guy got smoked by a laser oh. earlier. But you got most of these guys out of here. The only people left in here are uh, Rufus's brother and dad. Okay. Yeah, what do you do? Okay, so I think Freya at this point would be very concerned that she has not seen Grip. Uh, and if it is permissible, I would like to, for, she wants to go check on him. It is permissible. It is. Yes! <laughs> Permission granted. Okay. I shall permit this. So Freya is kind of, Freya frantically looks around, look, looks through the hole. She can't get a beat on Grib anywhere. Uh, so she takes off. Tells Kribich to so stay. you're going to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're, you're going to take off out of there. Go back up the, the stairs to where you guys came from. You're going to get a slash on you from this guy as an attack of opportunity. Okay. Um, so that happens. Um, rolls a two, so he misses. Great. Uh, so you're good. You fly past him, and you go up to the top side. You see Grib just almost vacant-eyed, just hanging there on his little staff, talking. And, and Grib, yeah, what are, you, what are you doing? So long, just like you. <laughs> this world you're gonna leave this world grab you were a fucking gardener look at you now you stupid stupid oh, elephant grab wow <laughs> poor yeah. grab you're not alone i'm here do i hear it <laughs> <laughs> i roll a perception check i don't know is she standing right next to you yeah. <laughs> the mumbling's too much i rolled a two <laughs> You don't hear anything, but she is right next to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Freya is going to lay hands on him. Okay. Oh. Don't hurt him. <laughs> no, so Freya. Freya uppercuts uh, Grib. Yeah. Freya sort of. Uh, Freya's saying, Grib, stay with me. Uh, please, we'd be lost without you. And she uh, lays her hands on either side of his um, like face. I'm gonna go another ten. Ten 
health for Grib. Wow. Grib's up to a, a 11, is that right? Yeah, that's huge. Whew. Is that's that huge. enough? Uh, I can yeah, go I mean, five yeah. more. Should I go five more? It's Because you have other wound curing I, abilities. I'm gonna say that you said you said that you gave him that much, but let's just go with yeah. that. Um, okay. But he's not like uh, imminently, uh, he did, He's that's a lot better than one health. Yes, yeah, I'm in a much better position, thank you. This was, it was, you did um, great. And Freya, what's the language of Moonbeam, if you don't? When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. Oh, oh on each action. of your turns okay. after you cast this spell, you can use an action to move the beam up to 60 feet in any direction. Okay, never mind. We'll, we'll free. You use your action to heal him so it doesn't matter. Okay. Turn, so it's just sitting in that same spot. I'll say that though that guy never moved, um, so he <laughs> was just standing in that light like a dumbass. So he's going to take two d10. Uh, that the guy who was downstairs, the the guard captain, takes another ten points of damage from the moonbeam as he uh, moves out of the way of it now. <laughs> uh, after that, uh, Freya, you're up there with Grib, having just healed him. Uh, Rickard is dead. His whole head is gone. Griff, it is your turn. Uh, how, how, how is the brother looking? The gunman. He looks. He looks like a crazy maniac whose face is melted, and uh, he looks hurt, but he doesn't look like he's dying. Okay. I look to Freya. Uh, I should have never doubted that I would end alone. Thank you very much. Uh. And I guess you would have never doubted that you in, would end alone. You mean you never should have thought you might be alone? I'm dying. I'm sorry that my grandma's up to snuff. No. I'm happy you're here. I'm Thank happy to be with you. I'm gonna. How far am I? Am I less than thirty? From what? From the brother, the gunman. Um, you're thirty. I. It, I think we said forty-five. Ugh! I can't. I can't. Really can't do anything. I'm gonna turn into an ape, and then I'll charge towards. I'll charge towards the brother. You see, Grib, a swirl of flame turns, uh, flickers around him, and he turns into an ape. Uh, so Zwam is dismissed, right? Is that Unfortunately, right? yes, but it's just a utilitarian move at this point. Mm -hmm. So Zwam is. Dismissed. Zwam's gone, but then the Griffin's an got an 80-foot fly speed, and he's gonna absolutely bomb into the brother. Cool. So the griffin flies at the brother um, as... Uh, Ooh, cr another crit. I kid you not. Oh, wow. Shit. An uh, ape so, crit. So you went ape crit. I went ape crit. <laughs> 2d8 plus Pretty four. dumb, but funny. <laughs> uh, 14 damage. And, okay. And then his claw attack. So he does his first one. That's a crit for 14. A 12 does not hit, correct? 12 does not hit. Uh, that's the end of Griffin's turn. So this guy's pretty hurt, but still standing. He's looking at his like brother's corpse uh, without its head on it. And he's like, well, looks like the chains are off. If you remember, this guy was sort of like the one that was kept in check by his uh, bro brother. So he's like kind of the more wild one of the two. He is going to take his laser and Grib, now that this liquid has splashed everywhere, roll a D100 for Boz Gongo. 60. Yeah, Boz Gongo, um, <laughs> you just feel that Boz Gongo got a spell slot back. Uh, <laughs> cool. 
All right. A completely useless spell slot. I would love yeah. to have that spell slot. It's Boz Gongo. Um, <laughs> uh, Boz Gongo? Gongo uh, Boz. Morris is going to fire his laser directly at the ground of the cast, or at the ground underneath Rufus's tower to try to knock it over. Fuck off. Dude. Uh, Rufus, you feel, make a dexterity saving throw. Happily. 20. Okay. Um, you're able to leap off of this uh, turret as it falls, crashing into the ground below. Um, of course I am. Of course I am. I'm a mighty make bear. A, <laughs> make just an athletics check to, to grab on. Okay. That You see this whole tower, this one-fourth of the, the, the towers on this castle just crash down this hillside. You feel the ground rumble below you. 12. Uh, you're able to grab onto the ledge but you slide down a little bit you're on the side wall of the tower i mean of the castle wall itself the ground is extremely unstable right now after that uh it is uh that was morris's turn uh he's like looks like we're all gonna go spilling onto the ground uh it just has this like weird creepy dead-eyed thing going it's your dad downstairs you hear some fighting down there but you guys are up here so you don't really know what happened yeah. So, uh, three. Uh, you heard three attacks from your dad. Uh, no one ever healed uh, Cuthbert. Cuthbert. I didn't. But um, we'll see. Uh, we, we have heard the sounds of fighting below, but you guys are not there. Um, after that, Rufus, it's your turn. You're hanging on the edge of this uh, building. That guy's probably now 55 feet away from you. Okay, well, I got nothing to do except try to just jump where? You can climb back up onto the, like, sort of surface of this castle or... Because, uh, you know, he was trying to blow you off the castle. Right. So I'm hanging... You can take your full full movement this turn to, like, get back with your friends. You can take your full movement to close distance with him, but you won't be able to attack. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll close distance with him then. Yeah, you see, from your perspective, uh, Grib and Freya, you see Rufus having just flown off the side, appear back up near uh, Morris. Pretty tight. Covered in blood. <laughs> uh, after that, um, that was Rufus's turn. The, uh, you feel the ground shake once more. Yeah, you guys all, everybody make a dexterity saving throw. This is the castle's shaking a lot more than it has, so it's going to be slightly more damage this time. Twenty-four. <sighs> I rolled a four. I failed. I also rolled a four. Okay, you guys both take six points of damage, uh, and uh, Rufus, you don't take any damage from this hmm. as the ground continues to shake. You see these bugs ripping apart this building. After that, uh, it is you aren't down there, so you guys, uh, uh, yeah, you don't see anything. Uh, you don't know what happens down there. After that, Freya, it's your turn. Okay, but I'm too far from anything, right? Um, you're too far. You could throw a javelin. Yeah, let me at this see. Guy. What's He's my not looking great? My javelin. Okay, so um, oh, you still have your focus on that spell, right? You can move it sixty feet. I, you know what? I, I don't think you you can move it all the way there. I think that's more than sixty feet. Yeah, but my javelin. It says my range is thirty feet. 30. Mm-hmm. Um, you can roll longer. You can throw it at him from from where you are, but with disadvantage. Okay. 
Um, you hear shouts below you, though. I mean, like, there's, yeah, just depends. Uh, so, well, you meaning, like, I should try and move my moon, but I can't see the guy, so I wouldn't know how to move the moonbeam onto him, right? Uh, yeah, you wouldn't know how to do that. I'm just saying, like, you could go back downstairs, or you could throw this thing here. Those are what seems like the two options. Yeah. The ground continues to rumble as these bugs continue mm -hmm. to bump. I just don't feel like I would run away from my friends in this moment. Uh... For sure. So I think I'm gonna go ahead and try the old javelin with disadvantage. Cool. Um. Oh boy, this was maybe dumb. Eighteen. Wow. With disadvantage. It rolled a twenty-two and an eighteen. Wow. Okay. Uh, roll damage on that. Nice, dude. See, it's worth it. Take the gamble. Six. Six damage. Okay. Cool. He's uh, a javelin pierces this guy's shoulder. He's like, God damn it. Uh, like spits up a little bit of blood. After that, uh, Freya, uh, do you do anything else with your turn? I mean, I get. Can I? I guess if I can move uh, toward this guy. Yeah, you can move closer. Um, so you you move like thirty feet towards him. So I guess maybe I just like, like meet up with Grip. Grip moved further, but oh, he okay. just wasn't able to attack. Okay. After that, uh, it is Grip's turn. I'm within range now. Uh, you can be if if you move. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to get up in this dude's face and I'm going to rock him with my two fist attacks. 16 hit? 16 uh, does hit. Great. First attack is six damage. Six damage as you nail this dude. Second attack hits five damage and then Griffin will go. Okay. Nine plus six, 15. 15 doesn't hit. Okay. Second attack. It'll hit to 15 plus six. Eight damage. Awesome. Awesome. This guy's looking not great at all. Um, more fighting happening below you guys. You're you're unclear of what's happening down there. I should have um, gone down there. After that, he is surrounded by Rufus as a bear, Grib as this fiery ape. He looks down and he just goes... Hey, you win some, you lose some, and he's gonna shoot a full laser blast into this heart of the castle floor, basically under Freya's feet. You look down and see the castle floor hit with this beam of energy as the ground splits where it was. Everything that is going on in this fight is contributing to the integrity of this whole castle just continuing to be destroyed. Um, it splits and breaks as bugs and uh, just sort of, uh, you know, covered in this weird goop with weird magic popping off of them, spill out of the holes. Uh, there, there's weird fireballs from within the, the, the building as well. Uh, just like lightning, you know, just like different elements just exploding off and as this building continues to just fall apart. Uh, as the laser just overcharges and explodes, literally in this guy's hand, the whole thing explodes in his hand. The ground below Freya drops out. Freya, give me a dexterity saving throw. Eight. Uh, you guys see Freya drop out of your view uh, into the the space below uh, the whatever space is below, below this castle. <laughs> Damn. Um, the castle is coming to pieces. Uh, everybody make a dexterity saving throw. 22. 10. Rufus, as this gun went off, 
this man's head is gone. Uh, the, the laser exploded in his hand, frying his whole brain. He drops to the floor. Uh, the, the castle is coming to pieces. Uh, you are right next to Grib and this griffin. I will say on a 22, you could grab Grib and the griffin. Then I shall. So you can hop onto that. You are able to take off into the air uh, with the two of them. Uh, as the castle continues to like split and fracture in a dozen different angles, you see pieces like sliding off to the north of it, the south, of it, the east, east, west, all directions. It's just like continuing to be like unmade as like the devastation of the bugs, the magic, and all the out of control technology like rains down on the castle. Uh, Rufus, uh, you grab Grib. You guys are uh, the, the Bosgongo is able to take off as the ground below you just continues to to like implode on itself. You notice that as it continues to crumble. It's not just like falling off the side of the mountain, it's falling inward. It seems like you remember that, Grib, I think you would remember that the sewer grates below that you pulled the tidal waves out of, there was some sort of hollowness Mm -hmm. in this place. As you notice, some of the building continue to fall through the center of it. Freya, you fall continuously down as the castle crashes around you. You fall further and further and lower and lower through the darkness as the light above you looks like a pinhole and then just goes out completely. No! You feel like uh, you're just still falling for a very long time. Um, You make a constitution saving throw as you continue to fall. 21. Okay, you maintain your strength as you continue to fall. You feel the last thing that you touched was that ring, right? Uh, um, yeah. And you gave it to Cribbage, who has it, but as you continue to fall through the darkness, you eventually f- see a light, um, just a little bit of a glow and you um, feel like it's coming from you almost. And you look around and you realize it's coming from your prayer beads. Mm-hmm. It's lit up with a sort of a green glow. And you, as you are falling and falling, some magic, possibly from the castle, from the forest, or one of the bugs you don't really know, possibly from that ring, affects affected the, uh, the prayer beads. You, you're falling falling but you realize that even though it's dark it's hard to tell you're falling really slowly and you eventually land softly into this body of water in complete darkness Uh, and you feel the current of it pulling towards you can't you don't have your cardinal directions in this point but towards uh, a direction to the side of where you just landed and from that direction you're looking and you see you see some lights from that direction <laughs> uh, and it's just a subterranean river and this sort of dark lake you don't see anyone else I'm, and I'm so I'm just alone and am I and I'm underwater you're not underwater you're at, you're like above a you I think you were just swimming okay. in this like subterranean lake there's like bits of rock and land around it looks very like where you know Gandalf the Balrog kind of area uh-huh. uh, but there is like this like current going to towards this light 
Okay. I think Freya would take a moment to thank the goddess who is no longer with us, uh, that she isn't immediately dead. She doesn't think. Behold her prayer beads for a second. And then I guess set off toward these lights. Amazing. Uh, after that, Freya, we're going to cut back over to Rufus, Grib, uh, flying on this on Bosgon. No! 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 Turn around! Turn around! Uh, Rufus, uh, as the bear, just lets out a mournful howl. Yeah, I guess I'm an ape, so there's no English as well. Just two animals howling. (laughs) Two animals riding a third animal. I do try and, like, I guess there's there's an awareness of trying to, like, pull the reins to turn back around. Yeah. Towards the hole. You know what? I go ahead and I uh, drop my werebear shape. I am returning to humanoid form. Griff, you look over and you see Rufus shrink down to his normal stature he looks tired he looks uh not super stoked my father my brother and freya are dead (laughs) (laughs) this went almost as poorly as it possibly could have grip uh roll an insight check 14 um you know i i think rufus is going to act how rufus would like to act but at I think part of him realizes, like, well, they went down there a while ago. Um, we don't really know where they went. Mm-hmm. Um, but didn't this whole castle collapse two... inside on itself like a fucking black hole? Where where Freya was leading those soldiers out, that was the outside of the mountain. And so they had some turns to get out that way. So there is a possibility, however small. But they were still fighting down there. They're fucked. I, uh, but you I... don't know that. Yeah, I guess I will unape as well and return to normal form. And we have to check the wreckage. Fine, take us there. You guys fly towards the wreckage of the castle, towards down the the, the side where everything spilled out, and you see what looked like a bunch of you know where the tracks of where all these people went. Make a survival or nature check. Twenty three, sixteen. Um, yeah, you would both see this on that. Uh, you see two sets of fine cutler boots in the ground and uh, a little tiny pair of boots as well. They're there. Them and, and cribbage, I guess. Little cribbage. Cribbage is a lot. In the rubble, you mean? Uh, in the, like, where the rubble is spilled out to, like, the edge of the mountain below, you see some foot tra- uh, tracks of where they could have gone. Oh, wait, so it's not physical boots. It's not like the Wicked Witch of the West. No. It's like footprints. Yes. Okay. As you are looking at these tracks in the ground, and you've seen that Freya fell through the mountain itself to where you don't know. It you, it take months to dig out this rubble. Uh, Rufus, uh, Boss Gongo, and Grib sit there. Yeah, Rufus uh, falls to his knees distraught. Gribbs like is a little frantic and he's using his mold earth. He's trying, but he knows there's no point. Yeah, and Rufus kind of lays a gentle hand on Gribbs' back and and just shakes his head as tears roll down his face. And Grib <laughs> takes a deep breath and he lets out a melody. 
<laughs> Let it out. Time is never time at all. You can never, ever leave. Roll credit. Without leaving a piece of you. And our lives are forever changed. <laughs> we will never be the same. The more of you you change, the less of you you feel. Believe, believe in me. Believe, believe that life can change, that you're not stuck in vain. We're not the same, we're different tonight. Tonight, 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 so bright, tonight, tonight. Wow. Uh, Grib continues to sing as he molds earth. You guys look on uh, a lot of different branching paths in front of you. Freya, you're underground, wherever this may be. And there's one path forward down this river. And that's where we'll end the episode. Wow. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. This is, I, I, you know, apologies for the dark ending of, wow. <laughs> of this arc. Uh, but that was the third arc. And we will continue on in some fashion with Freya and in, 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 in the close future. And this has been such a fun arc. It's been so fun to like get to this point with everybody. And I hope to eventually find a time where we would all reconvene and hopefully Hell everyone yeah. finds each other again. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, until then, it's just Grib and uh, Rufus and Butch and Sundance <laughs> out there just digging. How oh, long do they God. dig? How long do they dig? This has been wonderful. Uh, all of you have been amazing. Follow them all on Twitter at at Devonfield um, uh, at uh, Longwell V. Is that right? That's right. At Jacob Wysocki. Um And then on top of that, uh, listen to friends talking Fraser and feelings on Patreon. Yes, and please. then also uh, the, the First Hand podcast. Yes, is that right? That's correct. And if you haven't had the pleasure of checking out, please do. This is probably the only time I'll plug it. Listen to, I don't want to talk about Fight Club anymore. A Great pod. I made a year ago. I mean, we got a bunch of options here. Well, thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week with the Arc Bark. And then we'll, you know, be discussing a little bit more about what we do next or what the pod is next. So thanks for listening. See ya. Goodbye. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> We hope that you enjoyed that episode of Rotating Heroes. That was DM'd by the one and only Zach Oyama, and the players were Victoria Longwell, Jacob Waisaki, and Devin Field. Remember, if you're enjoying Rotating Heroes, then please go ahead and check out the Rotating Heroes Patreon, which is where you can get early access to all of the episodes. You can get them in full as well, so not part one and part two. And you can also get the exclusive talkbacks, which is where the crew dissect and talk about everything that happened in obviously totally the most serious possible way. So why well, I don't even know why you'd think anything else. This episode has been edited and produced by Zakoyama and Jasper William Cartwright, which is me. Bye!